0: Welcome back to the second hour of Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning, and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine, while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction this is live call-in radio at its very best giving you the opportunity to participate in the show and now here are your hosts for leading edge medicine dr jerry mixon and dr samira umat along with their co-host lynette morgan
1: Leading Edge Medicine. We're glad you're here. Our number two is getting ready to start. My name is Lynette Morgan, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio. Dr. Umat has the weekend off. Not really off, though. She's been working, but in Miami. Yep. And we're glad to be here. She's off in meetings eight or nine
2: hours a day. Oh, boy. And then if she's doing what I want her to do, she's (laughs) buttonholing research people in the evenings.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) So she is busy with lots of information. We'll chat with her next week. Okay. So you were going to talk about Synes cells. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, every cell in your body is designed to do its job for a specified period of time. And then it's supposed to wear out, essentially commit suicide. It, it's called autophagocytic process. Mm-hmm. It breaks down and the components are then recycled to make new cells. And so different cells at different areas have different survival lengths. Uh, your skin generally will last two to three weeks in any given area Uh, some areas are thicker and slower than others others have faster turnover but uh, every two to three weeks you kind of get a new set of skin your bones you replace about ten percent per year so about every ten years you have a whole new skeleton Um, Muscle lasts three to four months on average. And once more, it depends on how healthy and active you are. But each muscle fiber, each muscle cell only lives a certain discrete period of time. The lining of your gut, about 30 hours. So you turn that over about every day and a half. In fact, most people don't realize the bulk of what is in your stool is not food. It's the lining of your gut, the old cells sloughing off and being eliminated. Okay? Wow! Um, okay. Your brain cells last for years, but they do turn over; they have to be repaired. Nothing is immortal in, in human in human beings. And so, um, the problem is some small number of cells reach the end of their lifespan, and instead of going Undergoing autophagy, that is breaking down and being replaced, they undergo a morphologic change. They become senile. We mm. call this a senescent cell.
1: Are these the zombie cells these we to? Refer- these
2: are the okay. living dead cells. Zombie cells, cells yes.
1: we refer to, okay. These cells have
2: undergone a, a change. The mitochondria changes, the shape of the cell changes, and the chemicals produced by that cell and in released into the environment shall change to anti-growth, anti-healing, anti-repair. Mm. And so if those cells... Were to put out the normal cells uh, products, they would die and be replaced. So instead, they put out anti-growth: don't grow, don't oh. heal, don't repair. Those chemicals are not maintained in the cell; they're released mm-hmm. into the cellular environment around it, and they in, they impact the health and activity of other cells. They actually trigger other cells to become senescent in mm-hmm. turn, and the even the healthy cells that don't undergo change to become senescent, they are inhibited from growing. And so everything slows down. Mm-hmm. One active senescent cell can inhibit 12 to 15,000 healthy cells from doing their job. Now, this happens in young people too, but in young people, those senescent cells are rapidly recognized by your immune system and are destroyed. They last on average less than a day and a half. So, they, they never build up. They, okay. if they happen, they die. They're killed and replaced. Um, as we age, we make more and more senescent cells we are older. Our, our stem cells are not as active. We don't have as many stem cells. And the senescent cell load starts to rise. The other problem is our immune system is less and less good at killing them. Mm. And so each senescent cell, instead of being gone in less than a day, will be still there two, two and a half weeks later. Oh, wow. And so the number of senescent cells in our bodies rises with age normally. That then, fix So we don't heal as well. So when you get cut, when you get injured, when you have even a a bruise or a bump, the repair slows way, way down. That's why it takes longer. It's part of why it takes longer. And at some point, your senescent cell load gets so high that sarcopenia becomes the predominant function you're just kind of wasting away the muscle, the bone, the liver, the kidney, the brain, the heart are all getting weaker and weaker and weaker over time, and that leads to nursing homes and a rather unpleasant wasting death. Oh. That's that's not what we're after, okay? So We treat the senescent cells. Uh, We basically swiped a protocol from Mayo Clinic, from their research people, (laughs) and, uh, and are using it with our patients with really nice results in that uh, nine days of therapy, three days each week for three weeks, we can knock your senescent cell load down by about 70%. Wow. And that then dis- re-allows your healthy cells to start growing and repairing and developing. So it's a it's a two-pronged attack. A, we want to give you back the anabolic hormone load that you had when you were younger. Anabolic hormones, by definition, are the hormones that allow you to make lean tissue. And then we want to get rid of that senescent cell load or at least decrease the senescent cell load to where it used to be when you were younger so that you can heal and repair and grow new tissue more effectively. Um, Either one has a beneficial effect. The two together are a great one-two punch. All right. And then for people that want to do everything,
1: like me,
2: (laughs) we have one more uh, step up where we can actually take um, messenger RNA from the uh, acellular vesicles and exosomes harvested from the the growth tissues, from placentas and umbilical cords, Mm. uh, and provide that intravenously, and that basically You're sending messenger RNA into your body that says, hey, you're only a newborn. Grow, heal, repair, get up there, get yourself into a big, strong, healthy adult one of these days, Uh, and it can help reprogram your cells in a very, very beneficial way, Ah. but that... That step is pricey. The the senescent cell therapy is
1: cheap. Okay. Uh, That's a few hundred dollars. And our longevity patients have that access. Oh, they've had
2: that for years. For years, yes. Uh, So our longevity patients, uh, if they want senescent cell therapy, that's readily available to them. Uh, And we don't offer it to people outside the clinic. It's only for our patients because our patients get carefully monitored and Mm -hmm. watched. And so you know, when you're doing cutting-edge things, you have to watch the people very carefully because Dr. Mixon's first rule of medicine, anything strong enough to help is strong enough to hurt. There's adverse effects that are always available. Uh, Your doctor's job is not to do things that have no risks. Those things don't exist. Your doctor's job is to give you as many benefits as possible, balanced against as few downsides as practical. Uh And there's always that tension, and that's why we... Test and test and test and monitor and monitor very
1: carefully. Very good. All right. Well, you know what? We have Phil on the line from Camano Island, and he has some questions about the stem cells. So go ahead, Phil. Hello, Phil. Good morning.
2: How can I help you today, sir? Good morning, doctor. Uh, yes, uh,
3: I fell in December and uh, tore my rotator cuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing uh, therapy on that. That doesn't seem to be getting a whole lot
4: better. Uh, yeah. by the way, I'm seventy-five.
3: Okay, and, so you're same uh,
2: age I am.
4: Yeah. And uh, the
3: doctor says that uh, uh, repair stem cells were better than a person's own stem cells.
2: You can't get embryonic pregnant. stem cells in the in America. <laughs> right? So I know that. So, so yes. that one is that one is a non starter. Um and you know, embryonic stem cells, by definition, are stem cells from an embryo. You basically you take a yeah. fertilized egg, and it grows to the morula stage, and then you basically you know kill it and, and swipe its stem cells. Uh, there are some ethical considerations, and so we have six embryonic stem cell lines in America that were approved by the FDA back in the late 1960s, early 70s, and that's all we are permitted. By law, to use in this country because people objected to yeah. killing embryos to help us old folk.
1: And, that's right, and know. that's so different than what you were talking about—the the cells from the placenta.
2: Right, no, so this, different. This is totally different nothing. thing. No, this is a baby. They're going to throw the placenta away. Right, and so instead of throwing it away, we actually then can morselize it, chop it up into little tiny pieces, mm-hmm. isolate the the stem cells, let them grow in a broth, and then okay. harvest the the acellular vesicles from the broth. So it's no embryos damaged, no, okay. no babies harmed.
1: There you go. It's just
2: we're taking something we'd otherwise throw away and using it for us old folks.
1: Okay, so if the embryonic uh, stem cells are not available in the U.S. That's right.
2: But there, the, the two things that are, um, and this is what Dan Nelson does, he would go in and take stem cells out of your bone, out of your, your uh, ilium, your, your pelvis, and uh, mm-hmm. aspirate those. Uh, spin them down, isolate the stem cells and the PRP, the platelet-rich plasma, inject those into the damaged areas of your shoulder, and uh, basically it doesn't increase the total number of stem cells in your body. It just kind of reallocates them, takes them from a place where you have a lot, your bone marrow, and puts them where you don't have many, your shoulder. And that will help you to heal and repair. I had this procedure done last year. Uh, Last summer or last spring, I was in California with my wife and daughter. And like a dummy, I was walking across the parking garage while rebooting my phone and entering the code and not looking where I was walking. Uh Uh-oh. And I tripped over a curb and fell on the concrete with all of my 200 pounds landing on my right shoulder. Oh, and I tore three ligaments in that shoulder.
1: <laughs> and how is your phone, Doctor Mixon? Well, oh, the
2: phone is fine. <laughs> it's fine. I protected the phone, no. just not my shoulder. And
1: you were in pain. Yes,
2: I was. And um, they weren't. The, the ligaments were not ruptured completely. They were not torn all the way through, but they were partially torn. And I could not move uh-huh. my arm. I could not move my shoulder at all. That radiated up in my neck. Uh, Dan let that heal for about two months, a little longer than you've been. He then went in, took the stem cells out, put them into my shoulder, and it is perfectly normal. I can knock out sixty pushups this morning, like I always do. Please try again. I have no pain at all, and uh, for some reason,
1: my Siri
2: <laughs> on my phone is talking to me. I don't. You know, know what?
1: Why. I said the word your phone, so oh, that's, that's probably what me. it did. Yeah. We were talking about your phone. And now you're feeling so much better, right, Dr. Mixon? Yep.
2: And so but it it totally healed. I have no no pain, no disability. It is absolutely great. So that that's available. The the in our patients, and it doesn't sound like you're one of our patients. So let me No. If you if you were our patient, here's what we would do. Okay. First of all, we would put back the hormones that allow you to grow ligament and tendon and muscle and bone. Okay, The anabolic hormones are what you you had as your youth and that's part of why you healed so well when you were young. You've lost most of those by this point in your life. So we give those back to you. Then we get rid of 70% of those senescent cells that I just finished talking about that are inhibiting your healing and growth. This is the other part of Uh why you're not healing that shoulder well. Then I'd have Dan put the stem cells in. (laughs) Okay. Um, And we found that works really, really well. People get great results.
1: Mm hmm. Well, good. Yeah.
2: Okay. Now there is one other option that we can't do in America, but I know a fellow down in Panama.
3: Oh yes, <laughs> Neil. Uh, yes, I, I've yeah. read about Panama. Yeah.
2: Yes, Neil is a—he's a, actually a PhD, not an MD, although he has a lot of MDs who work with and for him and what they do is actually grow stem cells in the laboratory and then infuse them intravenously um mm-hmm. and they can do things there we can't do in the United States uh, the the downside is it's about $30,000 a pop instead of $6,000 with Neil and or with uh uh, Dan. Dan, so six thousand with Dan, thirty thousand with Neil, and it takes a week of your life and a trip to Panama. Mm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I stick with Dan. He's uh, he's available. He does good work. Now there are people that use fat cells, uh, adipose uh, stem cells which is another option. Dan has opted to use the bone marrow stem cells because he, he thinks he gets better results. But I, I know an orthopedist over in Seattle who uses uh, uh, adipose tissue because oh. the, the fat on your belly is the only tissue in your body that actually makes more stem cells instead of less as you get older. That's kind of odd. But it's a more complex, expensive process to isolate those stem cells than it is from your bone marrow so cost and simplicity
5: there you go Okay. alright well, Phil the, uh, bone, is the oh. bone
3: marrow therapy a, a one
2: day deal yep in fact is uh, he takes uh, well. He, he, he aspirates your bone marrow that takes maybe 5 minutes then it takes about 20 minutes to spin it and prep it and then it takes him another 5 or 10 minutes to inject him fast right. and easy
5: there you go that sounds like it. Well, thank you very much.
2: You're
1: welcome, sir. Thank you Take for care. your great question, uh, Phil. You know. You're listening to Leading Edge Medicine live in the studio every Saturday morning with Dr. Jerry Mixon. And we welcome your phone calls. We'd love to talk with you. Phone lines are open at 800-465-8770. We are gonna talk about pain in just a moment. Suzanne, your call is next. Stay right there. This is Leading Edge Medicine.
0: Edge Medicine. Bleeding Edge Medicine. For the first time in history, you can choose how to age. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770.
6: No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near, I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wife's, my son's, my friends and all my neighbors, but he was just recently voted best LASIK in 425 Magazine and has been voted best doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or advanced cataract surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else. An advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call 425-450-2020. 425-450-2020. I think
4: it's a wonderful thing. and. Not reacting after the problems, it's trying to prevent the problems from happening in the first place. And the the thing I like the most about everything that I've learned is it all makes very logical and intuitive sense.
5: I'm gonna sit right down and write myself a
6: letter, and make believe it came from you.
5: i'm gonna write words so so sweet they're gonna knock me
1: off of my feet (laughs) we're back we are indeed
2: oh yeah all right now let's talk to somebody about leg pain i understand let's do
1: it this is leading edge medicine with dr jerry mixon we have suzanne from redmond on the phone thank you for calling suzanne hello suzanne
5: hi there I I know from listening to you you seem to like gnarly problems so
1: <laughs> oh um, yes
5: <laughs> my dear I have not heard
2: the word "gnarly" in a long time. Yeah, that's a old surfer term.
1: There you go. <laughs> right.
2: like you remind me now, Suzanne, which was, by the way, my eighth grade girlfriend. Oh, I love that And ending. we, oh. yeah, and we we spent a lot of time surfing, and we heard "gnarly" a lot. Oh, gnarly man! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that you brought me back to We're my okay. adolescence, young lady, what are we going to do about your leg? <laughs>
5: Maybe I picked that up when I lived a few years in Southern California where people do surf. I
2: don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go.
5: Well that's where I was, Long Beach, California. That's
1: where my family we, was we go long down Beach, to sea- California.
2: We go down to Seal Beach and Huntington Beach. And in those days, of course, it was not multi million dollar mansions lining the waterfront. We could just start a bonfire and surf until the middle of the night and yeah, you know, had a wonderful time.
5: So I <laughs> yeah, it was a long, long time ago when I lived down there too. I'm about your age, so it's a, it's a yeah. different, you know.
2: Yes, it is.
5: I I have this pain, and I, my underlying health is like perfect. I don't take any pharmaceuticals. I have no diseases. Good. But in the last maybe couple of weeks or something, I've gotten this pain in my left hip, and I mm-hmm. don't. I haven't fallen or done damage to it or anything. It just appeared and it won't leave. And it seems to locate mostly um, on the back side of my hip, mm-hmm. about halfway from my waistline, about halfway down to my waistline and about halfway above the bottom of the buttocks. And that seems to be where it's kind of centered, but it keeps moving around. Mm-hmm. So it'll be there most of the time, but then sometime it'll move over there to my left, the side of my left leg and it it may move down to where the leg is connected to the torso and that when I walk with that it's pain well it's always painful but that's nasty or it'll just it'll move on down and be like next to my knee it won't be in my knee but it'll be next to it and they move down by the mm-hmm. ankle sometimes it moves above the waist but it's very painful to walk on it and I haven't done anything to
2: Did it come on suddenly, or or did it kind of slowly creep up on you over time?
5: No, it it came on fairly quickly. I mean, it's like I didn't have it, and then I did have it, and then I had it. Okay. You know, more, and and it's quite painful to walk on. Yes.
2: Oh, I understand. Okay. Um, Once more, recognizing that for me to diagnose you, (laughs) I'm the guy on the radio, Okay. Uh, not your doctor, i oh, so a, I understand that, <laughs> and you know to get, get, to get a decent diagnosis, I'd want to get some imaging, some blood work, and a physical exam. But let me kind of give you what a a half vast guesstimate would be is that i'm I'm gonna guess that you probably got a bursitis developing in that hip um, just because I it came be on true, what it. What well it? the the hip joint is surrounded by a membrane that then contains the fluid that that lubricates the joint that allows the joint to move smoothly without excessive wear and tear okay and that is called what the burst. that's called the bursa
5: and this what bursa is it? it's Yep. Where where this is located doesn't seem to be in the joint
2: well, I understand, but the pain from a bursitis will frequently radiate into the buttock. you feel it posterior ah. quite often, so its yeah um and so, when I, whenever somebody tells me they have a sudden onset of a of a hip area pain that's mostly posterior, mostly behind them, um, the first thing that I th- I wonder about is whether or not they've developed a bursitis, an inflammatory process in that bursa.
5: Okay.
2: Um,
5: what brings that on?
2: <laughs> age and bad luck. Oh. <laughs> This getting old is not for sissies, as George Burns was famous for telling <laughs> That's us. That's
5: right. You know. um, oh, I, I love George Burns, so yes, I appreciate <laughs> <Me too>. that. <laughs> That's right.
2: <clears throat> so anyway, when I had mine, <laughs> uh, Dan Nelson uh, put some PRP in there took uh, platelet-rich plasma and injected some platelet-rich plasma into there, along with a little bit of a cortico- short-acting corticosteroid. The cortisone damped down the inflammation almost instantly, and the PRP helped to heal it uh, more rapidly, and uh, so that's, that's my number one guess. Okay. Now, when you're talking talk about going down your legs and so on, that's then I have to say, well, gee, that sounds like they may have also have some nerve inflammation. Are those nerves inflamed because they're going across that inflamed bursa? Or is this pain coming out of your lower back, out of the lower lumbar, upper sacral region? Well, that's possible, too, I guess. So you need somebody that can do a good physical exam, you know, that can... Push and thump and stretch and twist and bend you so that they see exactly what's eliciting the pain and where the focus tends to be. And then they may want to do some imaging studies looking at your lower back and your pelvis, your hips, Um, and then perhaps even follow that up with a simple blood test or two. So. You need to get into somebody like Doctor Nelson or a good orthopedist, somebody that can do a, a, a decent evaluation on you. But this this should be a fixable problem. It should not take a lot mm-hmm. of time and effort mm-hmm. to make you feel better.
5: Okay, now um, temporarily, then I'm I'm out of work right now, so I can't do that. But um, I was thinking about. Temporarily,
2: your relief factor thing. Relief factor decreases inflammation. Um, if you've got this sort of acute process, and you know you're probably going to need to raise the dose higher than we normally would. What I normally tell people is three three packets a day till the pain goes away, and then damp it down to two, and then you can try cutting down to one. Even you know the least amount that'll do the job is the right amount. Um, when I have an acute flare, I will even go to four packets a day for a few days. You know, three or four days to get it, get things started. <clears throat> the reason I don't like to let see people use four a day for very long is that that really high dose of, of the, uh, uh omega-3s can raise your triglyceride levels. And most older people have more than enough triglycerides already. We don't want to increase your cardiovascular risk. So but
5: Well that that's interesting because I, I I can't afford my supplements right now, but normally I take about three thousand you
2: know yep. of, yeah well 3,000 uh, milligrams of omega3 organic. yeah 3,000 milligrams of omega3 a day is about the upper safe limit when you get up to four is when you start getting the problem with, with the increased triglycerides.
5: I see. But say if you took that for like maybe not more than a week and then went down to right.
2: the and that's, what, yeah, and that's what I do when I get, you know, when I do something foolish and I do foolish things frequently because I lead a very, Aww. very active life. <laughs> you are so active.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, like walking in a parking lot and tripping and, on the curb. not
2: looking at where I'm walking. Aww. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, my wife knows who she's married to and she's always trying to get me to slow down and say, you're not supposed to jump like a fish. 15-year-old, damn it. <laughs> but when I do, and I hurt myself, oh. I will increase to four for a few days, usually only three or four days, and then I cut it down to three for a while, and then, you know, my standard is, is one twice a day, one packet twice a day It's what I usually do, but, um, you know, when, when it When I stir up a lot of pain, then I got to do something about it. That's just all you know. I I don't mind my triglycerides going up for three or four days if it gets me out of pain.
5: Yeah, no, I I get that. Well, then I do not. um, I I know you you sell that, I guess, like on the internet. And I have neither internet nor credit cards. But I could drive over to your your Kirkland clinic because I don't you know I don't live a long way from there. In, and should I it there, then? Yes, yes, yeah,
2: sure. All the clinics carry it. It's, it's just sitting in their storerooms because uh-huh. we have a lot of patients who just want to pick it up when they come in for their visits. So,
5: yeah. Ah, uh, okay. So I can probably go over there on Monday, then, and pick yep. some of that up and see if that will uh, kind of keep me going until I can get back to work again.
2: Yes, ma'am. Let's give it a hope. There you go. But, listen, if you're on... If, if you are... If you're up near my age, then you should be on Medicare already, and so having getting a physician to take a look at you at you know minimal out of pocket costs should not be a big burden.
5: Well, they were. I've I've gone almost entirely now to naturopathic rather than allopathic. But when I was on allopathic, uh, I was at the uh, UW University, of Washington place. And uh-huh. they won't touch you if you don't have supplemental, uh, a supplement to your Medicare.
2: Oh, I see.
5: Okay.
2: Okay. Well, I think they Dan does. You, you. You, you might you might give Dan Nelson a call and see if he'll take a look. Because yes. he's, he's the one that helped me when I developed my little bursitis a while back.
1: There you go. Worth a call oh, to Dr. Really? Dan Nelson. Oh, yes. 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 Suzanne,
5: let, let me give back. you that let phone number. Ah, uh, yeah. Just a minute. I got. Let me grab a pen here and write that down. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, just a minute. Okay. You know, while there you're grabbing go. that pen, did you get it? Okay. All right. Hello. Yes. Hello. Here is that number for Doctor Dan Nelson. He's in uh, at Pro Ortho. Give him a call Monday morning. Four two five eight two three four thousand. Okay. Four two five. 823
5: 4000. All got right. It. Okay, that's you got you it. You guys have a wonderful day. And I, you guys
1: have such a sunny
5: disposition.
1: That's <laughs> <helpful>. <laughs> wonderful. Okay, take care,
2: my dear. Bye bye.
1: Oh, thank you so much for your call, Suzanne. Taking a quick break right here. Then, Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon will be right back. And, Tom, your question is next.
0: edge medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770 and tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770.
1: excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients a team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call paramount at 425-251-1660 it's as simple as that call 425-251-1660
4: i finally went and took that free test and it didn't hurt i went ahead and and uh moved forward with uh, genetic testing and inflammatory markers and stuff like that so i'm encouraged to see what those results are so how would this work for my father at 80 years old
1: back. Leading edge medicine here. I love that one. Don't bring me down by ELO. You know, I was at a... um Journey concert just a week ago. Oh, you were? Oh, boy. Such a big fan. And we had the best seats three rows up uh, <laughs> right from the... St- oh, just the best. So we might have to slip in a little Don't Stop Believing" every once in a while. Okay. I'll have to talk to a producer about that. Okay. Uh, we have another phone call. And if you'd like to get through to Dr. Mixon today, he is in the studio. We are live. Here's the number. And you two can call with your questions about a diagnosis maybe some symptoms you're having or maybe a procedure that you are going to have don't quite understand what all of is going to happen. Hey, we invite you to call 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. All right, headed to Centralia. Tom is on the line today. Good morning, Tom. Good morning.
4: Um, Good morning. Lynette, Lynette, did you ever see Journey when they had Steve Perry?
1: Oh, I love Steve Perry. Okay, so big Steve Perry fan, but I realize he's not available, not in the band anymore. And you know what? I have grown to love Arnell, um, the little guy from the Philippines that they got 15 years ago. And boy, does he bring it. He's got the energy. You know, the other guys in the band are like pushing 70 and 78, which is not old, is it, Dr. Mixon? Old is fifteen <laughs> years older than me. There you go. Which is currently, would be ninety. And, and Arnell is like a, a cross between uh, what did they say? Steve Perry and Bruce Lee because he's doing all sorts of gymnastics and and things in the air. So lots of fun, lots of energy. I can't wait to see him again. Yeah, big fan. <laughs> so
4: well, the reason I called is I. Um a couple of weeks ago, I called, and uh, you probably don't remember, but anyway, I, I had just come down with COVID, and I said I felt like crap. Oh, yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, basically, uh, I asked Dr. Mixon uh, his advice, and he said, well, you got to kind of tough it out, you know, when you feel like that. So, <clears throat> I went on Dr. Google, uh-huh. and I came across something that I was already taking but not in a regular amount. It's called NCO-15, <clears throat> Yep. Oh, yeah. And so I, what I did is I, in, instead of just taking 600 milligrams once a day, I increased my dosage to 1,200 milligrams twice a day. And I just did that for two days. And by that next day in the afternoon, Sunday afternoon, I was fine. And so it, it was amazing because I went on to PubMed uh, uh, via the uh, National Institute of Health
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And was reading about anesthetol cysteine and it's 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 pretty amazing what it uh, what it does. Uh, yep, it's pretty as, much critical for feels- life. <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, is that you don't hear about it, and and I saw that the FDA is trying to take it off the market. So, yep. they're saying that that it's a, a medication. Well, it was a supplement, then it was a medication, then they. But they don't use it. And I, I don't I'm not gonna read this article or this letter, obviously I don't have time to do that, but it's just amazing the things that it does, especially for seniors. And uh, I'm I'm surprised that that I guess because of the fact that they can't make money off of it, that they that they don't utilize it.
2: Mm. Well, yeah, And acetylcysteine, we we by the way have a good supply in our office oh, yes. and we use it for most of our patients. So mm. so it, it it is one of our common uh, common prescriptions. And, and by the way, we prescribe supplements just like you would prescribe a a, a medication. But yeah, the FDA has, has sent some some warning letters to some of the manufacturers of N-acetylcysteine. Um in acetylcysteine is is the 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 acetyl group is stripped off. The cysteine is used in glutathione metabolism in the liver. And the glutathione, in turn, is a very potent free radical scavenger and anti-inflammatory. So any inflammatory process tends to be decreased by the N-acetylcysteine by way of the glutathione pathway. Um, So, yeah, we use it a lot. Uh, it was an inhaled drug at one time, and that's that's where things have gotten a little hairy with the, the NIH. Uh, it was used as a supplement, an oral supplement, for decades, and then it was used as an inhaler, as a prescription drug. And then they stopped making the prescription drug, I don't know, 30 years ago or something, and... And people continued using the the oral form of N-acetylcysteine for well 50, 60 years at least now. Um, but last year, a the the branch of the in of the um, FDA that is involved with advertising standards sent a letter to some of the manufacturers saying, hey, you're advertising a prescription drug. Well, the prescription drug was an inhaled form of N-acetylcysteine, not the oral form. Mm, okay. And uh, But a lot of the manufacturers, because the government has, can afford a lot more lawyers than any manufacturer can. You know, uh, Getting in a fight with the feds is going to cost you millions and millions and millions of dollars. And nobody is making, you know, five, 10, 20 million dollars a year off in cysteine because it's cheap, generic, over the counter, nothing. So the, the profit margin on, on a bottle is maybe $5. And are you going to get yourself in a, you know, a $20 million fight with the feds over a $5 profit? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so most people just stop making it. They just said, nope, it's not worth the bother. We're not making enough on it to make it worth the, the, the aggravation. And besides, we might spend 10, 10 or $15 million in legal fees and then lose mm. and end up with a $50 million fine. So as a simple business decision, most of them just said, no, we don't need the grief. Quit making it. And that's why it's hard to well, find point, right now. Ah.
4: Well, the point for me is it worked in a, in a, it worked in a day and a half. To yeah. Get rid of my COVID symptoms, and that's unheard of. And that's the thing that kind of irks me about the fact that that they that they don't advocate it. You know, that's, I thought medicine was there to help people, but it's not. It's more to make money to keep. It's people a profit. Sick.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it, it's a and business, that's, that's wrong. and it's
2: been. Well, it may be wrong, but it's a fact. Yeah, um, you know, no company is going to. Uh, spend the company's money doing things that lose money. I mean, if you were the CEO of a company, would you say, hey, let's put out $150 million to try and get this through the FDA so that we can sell it for free? Uh, um, you know. No, your, I mean, I mean your, the government your board would going dump
4: after you. these people or not advocating. The government knows these things better than the, you know, because they have plenty of researchers and they know all this stuff, but they yeah. don't tell the people. And no, there's one other thing I want to just bring up real briefly uh, sure. that I noticed too is that vitamin D co- vitamin D testing is not being paid for by the insurance companies anymore. They're, why not? Because they said there's no they they don't think there's any efficacy to it. But the thing is that there's plenty of <laughs> efficacy to it, and sure now they is. don't want to pay for it. And I'm wondering where's that coming from?
2: I have no idea. Uh, You know, I don't.
1: Is that a true fact? Have you heard that, Doctor Mixon?
2: No, but I don't deal with with insurance. Remember? Ah, that's right. And so, you know, I've I have my own lab. I got I put my own lab together so I could do labs for my patients much cheaper. That's right. And so. And for
1: this purpose, if something needs to be done,
2: you do it. Yeah, and so you know, my folks can get any any lab work we can do in our lab, and that includes vitamin D. They can have as often as they want, and there is no extra charge. They pay their monthly fee to be a member of the clinic, and their unlimited labs. Anything I can do in my lab is included in their char- in their fee, uh, and as often as they want it. So I do have well, a. You do what
4: that a it- real doctor should be doing, unfortunately.
1: Bing, bing, bing. Yes,
2: <laughs> unfortunately, but you know I can't control what other people do. I am only in charge of my I life.
1: So there you go. All right. All right. So you take care. Bye bye. All right. Oh, such great questions and great conversation. I I look back at my notes and, yeah, he uh, was just at the beginning of covid two weeks ago. Uh And I had wanted to know it was the first time he had gotten covid or a caller just then. And so I'm glad that something worked and got those symptoms going away for him. And of course, I had
2: covid a year ago in Mm -hmm. April last year. And but my COVID was three days of a runny nose. I had no other symptoms. There you go. So you know, oh, some folks get sick. Some folks like me just get a little sniffle and
1: just, and it's and it's done. And he was in between. There you go. Oh, and l- listen to what we have. Oh, little journey taking you out into our break, and we will be right back with more leading edge medicine. <laughs>
0: If you or someone you love is struggling with memory issues, find out about Longevity Memory. Call Longevity right now to schedule your memory consultation evaluation. 425-654-0258. That's 425-654-0258.
3: If you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say.
4: I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month, I really had a change in my life. My knee It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, it was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked tremendously. Glad I did it.
3: You should consider stem cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience, Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000 or DanielNelsonMD.com.
5: I've been away for five weeks. I've been in Italy, and i got to tell you, I kind of miss you guys on the
6: weekends. <laughs> you
5: have this uh, rare honesty that you find in Europe but you don't see in the United States. Everybody's too careful about what they say and don't say, and I just like. I love the fact that you tell it like it is.
1: We're snapping our fingers. Happy today. The weather is beautiful. It's going to be a great day. Get out and move. Enjoy the sunshine. It's going to be a little cloudy and cooler tomorrow, and then, you know, spring is over for the weekend, (laughs) at least for April. You're listening to Leading Edge Medicine. My name is Lynette here, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio. And, Dr. Mixon, we have an off-air question from uh, Chris in Mountlake Terrace, uh, who said that her husband was recently diagnosed with Parkinson's and just wanted to get some information about what is Parkinson's and maybe what they can expect going forward. Maybe some just Did they some give any general... hint as to how old the patient is? Uh, did not. Okay. Did not. Because it's different for somebody.
2: <clears throat> yes. Uh, earlier than later. If You develop Parkinson's in your, you know, thirties. It's a whole different issue than if you develop it in your late eighties. Okay. So let's um,
1: assume perhaps that he's a, an older listener, yeah. perhaps.
2: And that's where most Parkinson's shows up. is okay. Fifty and up. Um, Parkinson's is basically a a disorder in which the substantia nigra, an area in the brain, that uh, the dopamine receptors are either damaged or ineffective. And so you, you don't get uh, dopamine function in that part of the brain. The result is uh, f- a flat face. You, you, it becomes more and more difficult to smile uh, and uh, show facial expression. Uh, walking becomes very hesitant people have a difficulty getting started to walk and then once they're moving they have trouble stopping uh, so the, the start and stop is, is impaired. There's a characteristic tremor involving the thumb and index finger that's kind of a rotating. We call it a pill rolling tremor because uh-huh. it looks like what the old style pharmacists used to do when they made pills by hand by rolling it between their fingers, the thumb and index finger. Um so that's the that's the motor functions of, of Parkinson's. There's a significant in, emotional and and uh, uh, intellectual component too. There is a Parkinson's related dementia that develops in severe cases. So Parkinson's could be something that is very mild has very little physical and emotional impairment, but it can be completely debilitating to the point that people are, are essentially quasi-frozen and and, and immobile um, and can result in severe uh, emotional outbursts, uh, emotional instability, mm-hmm. anger, uh, a, a form of dementia that can be quite distressing for the family so you know there are medications that can help control it uh, but we don't have a cure at this point okay so it's a degenerative neurologic condition and whenever i hear someone's newly diagnosed with with parkinson's disease i'm hoping that it's quite late in life because the longer the disease has to cause the side effects and problems, the worse they
1: tend to eventually get. Obviously, wow. So, yeah. I think the most publicized Parkinson's disease patient would be Michael J. Fox, who was Michael J. Fox diagnosed who, in his 30s, and we watched yes. him for decades. Yes, as that has yeah. taken course, over his with, body,
2: and it does; it takes over because right? he he started quite young, you know. So. The course, the debilitating course is someone in their 80s is very different from the course in their 30s, obviously. And some people it progresses very slowly and some people it progresses very, very rapidly. And it's just one of those things you you have to get in with a really good neurologist Mm. and get worked up and
1: see where we are. Okay, that's nothing I can treat on the radio. You can't treat it, so it's good to uh, maybe get some information on that and, and learn about it and what and, uh, and what there is are, ahead.
2: And there are societies, there are uh, online support groups and societies that are devoted to Parkinson's disease. Yes, so she might want to, you know, get on. Uh, some of her social media outlets and find people that are in the same situation because they often give good help and support. That's good to know.
1: Yes. So. Chris, I hope that is uh, some good information. Feel free to call us anytime here on Leading Edge Medicine. All right. We have just a few minutes left of our show. Probably our last call today. Uh, Lee from Mount Vernon. And Lee is probably at home because the, the roads are packed with that Skagit Valley Tulip Festival going on this That's weekend. Right. You're not out tromping through a muddy field today, That's huh? right. Not today, Lee. Welcome.
3: Thanks. No, I'm actually uh, heading into Mount Vernon, but I'm taking the side roads to avoid all that. Good job. Good job. It's pretty crazy, I'm telling you. But it's beautiful. uh, Yeah, it is pretty nice. Um, So pharmacologically speaking or nutritionally speaking, um, and whether that's perks. Picked up from like a nutritional store or from your key pharmacy, I think you said, or whatever uh-huh. the pharmacy is. Well. Uh, for prostate health, um, I just had my urological exam at Swedish yesterday, and uh-huh. just to see if I had any more bladder stones, which I don't. Everything looks good. I just have a slightly enlarged prostate. Of course, I've got that high neck bar of the median yep. lobe, which I may. I may go ahead and uh, have the doctor do the resume treatment. Um, he's been doing them for five years now, so that sounds a little more encouraging from when I looked mm-hmm. at it years ago. So that's question number one um, on just, I mean, I take saw palmetto. That's pretty much about the only thing I really take. Okay. Magnesium, vitamin D, very, very nu- nutritionally oriented. And then the other thing I heard you mentioned uh the a few minutes ago, about you know being a monthly member. So I'd like to know. I don't know if I've ever even heard what it costs to be a monthly uh, <laughs> a monthly member to your uh, clinic.
2: Well, it's uh, three hundred ninety five dollars a month for our standard program.
1: Oh boy, that's less than a car payment. Oh.
2: And that, Days, in, wow. that includes. I don't have um, a car
1: payment. Neither do I. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Thank God. Which, yeah, that,
2: that includes. Or a un- house payment anymore. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah but that three ninety five <laughs> includes unlimited doctor visits, unlimited laboratory, and uh, you know supplements and prescriptions. Obviously, have to be paid for out of pocket. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. even there, our patients get a discount on the supplements. So and, and time
1: with the doctor,
2: yeah, well, that's uh, huge. They get right. Uh, like I said it's unlimited doctor yeah. visits, so you can see the doctor you <laughs> know okay. three, four, five, ten times a year.
3: Okay, great. So that question's answered. And then, uh, what do you recommend for? I don't know if it's actually. I've seen so many different things that talk about shrinking the prostate. So I don't know. It's just all over the map as yeah. far as what you can do to yourself, self care, and then you know nutritional care. So right, well, uh, pharmacological care.
2: If you're looking for pharmacologically to shrink the prostate, then you're probably looking at one of the second generation alpha uh, agonists, things like um, terazosin. Terazosin or doxazosin. Uh, Terazosin and doxazosin are both generic. They've been around since the 1950s. They are smooth muscle relaxers. They allow you to pee better by relaxing the smooth muscle, and they actually oh, okay. they actually do shrink the prostate, but it's slow. It, you don't see any appreciable shrinkage okay. for 15, 18 months.
5: Oh, okay.
3: Uh, Okay. Well, I've already been on uh, five milligrams daily of Tadalafil for probably getting close to three years now, and Mm -hmm. I take that daily. But I think uh, I did, I don't know, I think somebody did try to, I'm not sure if it was Tamulosin. Is that another
2: one? Tamulosin is different. Um, Tamulosin does not shrink the prostate. It's a smooth muscle relaxer. But, uh, okay.
3: well, I think, yeah, I think I did try that early on and just a couple of times, and I didn't feel good from taking it. So all right. I stopped. Yeah.
2: Well, and the, the terazosin and doxazosin are are not real popular because they can cause significant drops in blood pressure. And so people okay. sometimes when they stand up, they get lightheaded and dizzy. Mm. Um, mm. It's, it's a postural hypotension with them. So they're, they're yeah. great for the prostate, but they're tough on the blood pressure.
3: Okay. Well, I don't know if we're going to have enough time here, but I are you going to be on KBI after this?
2: Well, we can't mention the other program. We can't mention it, it, but
3: we can. (laughs) All right. I I already know. But
1: we
2: can agree with you. One other quick question.
3: Okay, another quick question then. Uh, So I'm 6 feet, 160 pounds, lean muscle. I live really healthy and blah, 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 and all that other stuff. But when I do squat down, and I do squat down a lot or bend over just for the nature of, I don't know, what I do. And then uh, when I stand back up again, I do feel kind of like lightheaded. Yep. So I'm just wondering if maybe uh, I should look up a cardiologist and do a stress test or kind of a blood test and find out how, you know, if I'm getting clogged arteries or I don't know.
2: Well, it wouldn't hurt. What is that you know,
3: symptomatic of?
2: That's We call that postural hypotension. Mm. What happens is you squat down, and then when you suddenly stand up, the blood all start, tries to drain to your feet and out of your head. Uh, and your blood vessels have not constricted fast enough to keep the blood pressure high enough in your head. Mm. Uh, what's supposed to happen okay. is your heart rate is supposed to speed up, and your arteries are supposed to constrict, and that combination will keep the pressure in your head. But
3: okay, so is that, is with is that aging, something that is? Well, okay, that I'll, was my question. That yeah. is something that's progressive with aging.
2: It is common with aging, and it does get worse okay. as you get older. And it's especially common okay. in, in in thin, fit people, because overweight people <laughs> okay. o, overweight people tend to have high blood
1: pressure, and, and so uh, low blood
2: pressure is not their issue.
1: Oh, okay. their pressure is too high. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Oh, thank you, Lee, for okay. your call.
2: All right. Take care. Soon. Thanks. Bye bye.
1: Bye. All right. Our last call for the day. We have just a few minutes here. Let's talk about longevity because uh, Lee had some great questions yes, there. Sometimes people think, oh, I can't afford that. It's too much. You know what? Your health is so very important. If
2: you can afford a car, you can afford longevity. Oh, yeah. And it's just a matter of priorities. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if your car... If having a newer car is more important to you than your body, then you've made one decision. Live with it. If your body is more important than a new car, then you've made a different decision. I think you'll enjoy it. But, you know, I'm, I'm not your boss. I'm not your daddy. I don't force people to do anything. I offer them help. Absolutely. But if what you want to do is get stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, sexier, and happier, you need longevity.
1: Absolutely, you do. And the first step is making that phone call. And don't be shy. Come on in for the, the two free tests. Find out about us. It is not high pressure. We just want to give you the information so you can make a good decision. Find out what your body is at risk. Here is the number to call and get scheduled. It's 866-86-YOUNG. That number again is 866-86-YOUNG. You can actually call right now and someone will help you get scheduled or go online to lmclinic.com. Pick the day, the time, even the clinic closest to you that works with your schedule. Okay, we hope to see you here at Longevity Medical Clinic. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy that sunshine. We're back live next weekend.